at all. Uh, since then, I found out that my visa in the country is now delinquent, and as such, I must leave. So, yeah, yeah, it sucks. So, uh, coming back full circle to Pam's note on deportation. It's been tough, you know? Like, it's been like a week now that I've just honestly been walking around. I'm just doing my best to to sell uh, fruit or piñatas or just, you know, just whatever I can do to get by, you know? Um, you know how many oranges you have to sell to make rent in Twin Peaks? I couldn't tell you, because I've got avocados, nigga. Shit, yeah. Much, much better profit margins. Trust me, okay? <laughs> I went to uh, Target today, uh, and uh, there was uh, two security officers there. I've never seen this. Uh, I was intrigued. I was like, is there really a need for security, right? So I went up to the guy. I said, hey, uh, do you know where shit is? He's like, yeah. What are you, uh, what are you looking for? Said uh, luggage bags. He said, go to the end, make a right. So no, awesome. That was pleasant, unthreatening, you know? This is probably how white people deal with real cops. This is great, right? This is, this is so refreshing. This is nice, right? Uh, the only thing I hope for after leaving is that when anybody asks, if anybody ever does ask, whatever happened to that Abbas guy, the other comics are going to be like, he's in a better place now. They're gonna be like, what? Oh my, what, where, like, did he? Yeah, Canada. Oh, okay, I thought, yeah, yeah, that's, that's where he wanted to be buried. What? Yeah, cocaine. Oh my God. All right, give it up for your host, Pam. Abbas Wahab, you get to hear more of him tonight. How exciting. Canada, fuck Canada. Uh, I thought you were going to say something cooler about uh, where you could live, like Ethiopia. I mean, where are they sending you back? Oh, they're sending you back to Canada. I am such the accidental racist. I was expecting <laughs> Ethiopia. I was like, oh, the land of honey. I love it. I was going to be like, oh, mead. They make mead of honey, the old Ethiopian. I was going to tell you about your Ethiopian ancestors that I know about and their deep Christian roots. Interesting stuff. No, you're Canadian. I am American. That makes me the best accidental racist that ever happened. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hell in a Handbasket. Hell in a Handbasket. Yay! Look, I have all of these beautiful handbaskets. And inside of them, do they have an eggplant? Maybe. Nay, nay, no. This isn't like chopped with chefs. This is comedians with premises and baskets that are amazing and fluffy and weird and spooky. Is everybody excited for their spook? I'm wearing a, there's a small quarter inch scale man on my hip. Spooky. Oh, I wanted to be like a puppeteer because that's kind of the spookiest thing you can do other than being a clown, I think, at this point. That's like creepy clown. Puppeteer, super creepy. Uh, if we could get our, our contestants up here right now, Chris Knatzer, Greg Gettle, Clara Bijel, and all the way from Oregon, Matt Beyer, come up on stage, get your basket. Each of you get... A basket. You get a bag. I'm sorry. Everyone else gets a basket. Uh, you guys are going to open up your baskets. You're going to see some lovely things in there. The first thing you'll find 
is uh, it's a ticket. It actually works for the JFK Film Festival uh, coming up March 11th. It's at three in the afternoon. You're all comedians. You're definitely on a Monday. You have nothing to do. So uh, you've got it. But it's a JFK memorabilia. There's a there's a picture of a scary. This is sort of French, isn't this French? The thing with the gay defeat. What do they call this guy? I don't even know. Right. Uh, whatever the fuck this represents. Not the man. Uh, also, a fat boy with a popsicle. This is as American as we can get, everyone. And the last thing is a pot treat. Uh, those are the things that your comedians need to make four-minute sets out of. Every single comedian, you're going to see, they're going to have four things in their set. They're going to have some JFK conspiracy. They're going to have a fat American boy with a popsicle. They're going to have a pot treat and that guy defeat. What's the mask called? Guy Fox. Guy Fox. I got the gi. I, I am a, I'm a not gay. My name is Guy. I'm a regular American guy. You know? <laughs> what are we doing with the French people? All right. Uh, hey, you go outside for like... Uh, now I became a Nazi. How did that happen? You've got like three minutes to think. <laughs> While I do... A funny joke about abortions. Is that what we want to talk about? Is that what I want to talk about today? I don't, you know what? I don't want to talk about abortions. I want to talk about equality. I want to talk about feminism. I want to talk about PG-13 movies using side boob. Uh, okay, so that's fine. You can see a PG-13 movie and their side boob. And everyone's like, yeah, that's fine. It's PG-13. Oh, we're not showing any nipple. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no like a uh, genital. There's no, there's no weird nipple hairs. It's fine. It's hidden. It's PG-13. Now, what I say is equality now. I want to see some side scrote, right? Like, so if a guy's cupping his balls and his dick is hard, what I'm saying is that space in the middle is not sexual at all. Do you know what I mean? Just some side scrote. So what I'm saying is that if we could be PG-13 side scrote, can we not get on board with this? Like, can we change the way that we see movies or something? I mean, I kind of want to see like some Martin Scorsese shit where like it's like it almost becomes like a pane of glass. Like maybe he's coming, maybe it's like Dustin Hoffman and he's like 74 and he's coming out of a out of a pool and his balls are still dipped in the pool and his dick's over the side of the pool and all we see is that stained glass sunlight coming through his ball sack. <laughs> like can someone get an Oscar for that? Can like his, and I'm saying that's PG-13 shit. Side boob, side scrote. Keep it fair. All right. Here we go. Your first comedian. We have to pull you out of it. You guys all have to come back in and you have to, um, you have to Rochambeau to see who goes first. Do you, you can either decide for yourself or you can Rocham to see who goes first. Who wants to go first? Or do I have to choose? Rochambeau. Rocham, Rocham. My mind is Rochamming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at Jonathan. Give me a name. Who goes first? Uh, there we go. Her <laughs> first comedian of the night doing his four minutes from the hell hand basket. Put your hands together, everybody, for Chris Knatzer. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Is all this stuff real? Is this real? Is this a real treat? What's a what's in the brownie? The fudge. Good God. All right. 
Well, that's good. That'll open up your, and this is a real film festival? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real film festival, a real ticket. So if I don't like eating edibles and I don't need to go to the JFK Film Festival because I've already seen it all, um, <laughs> I can give these to audience members, right? And then they can they could make use of them. All right, so already I'm pandering. You guys got to love that. What's in it for me? I want to advance. What's in it for you? Uh, <laughs> actual stuff. Yeah, so uh, you follow the news then. You saw today. I'm a topical comic anyway, so this is right up my, uh, right in my wheelhouse. You saw today that Trump released some of the files, but not all of the files. Very little concerning uh, uh, anything that matters. Basically, <laughs> he released a laundry list of ways that we used to try to kill Castro, which is kind of embarrassing. It was kind of a shaming tactic against, <laughs> against you know, democratic operatives of the past. Uh, exploding seashells and, you know, poisoned swimsuits. All true stuff. All uh, declassified today. But the real, the real, does anybody want to open their third eye tonight? Does anybody want edible anyone? Any voting audience member care for an edible? Nobody does drugs? Yeah, here you go. No, but I can't, yeah. But you can live your life. Absolutely. Whoa, what? Okay. You know each other. You two know each other? I didn't, I did not care for the tone of that interaction. <laughs> you know, we have, uh, she does have good edibles. But I, I looked in your eyes and I offered you that and you didn't speak up. And then I gave it to a, a lovely woman and then suddenly you wanted it. <laughs> you might be what's wrong. Right? The Me Too movement, have you seen this? This is wild. This is really you're not going to see this at the fucking JFK Film Festival. Are there any black people in the Zap Bruder film? I don't think so. Uh, listen, this is crazy. The Me Too movement. Who started it? Does anybody know? Women. Women. Good. We're on the. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're on the right path. Yes, women. Recently credited for the, the most recent Me Too movement. And look, this is what I think is the, you know, it's a horrible time in our society, but also a wonderful, enlightening time in our society that we look at things like this and bring these things out into the light for the first time, really. But the, the thing that I, I, I cherish the most about the Me Too movement is that it's happening on social media, which means in just a couple of weeks we can go back to keeping our horrible secrets and, you know, it'll just be over. Uh, but in this two-week shitstorm, you know, George H.W. Bush now been accused by three different women of grabbing their ass and saying, you know who my favorite magician is? David Copperfield. That's right. Bush 41 is doing that from his wheelchair, and Barbara Bush watches. Barbara Bush watches. Yeah, she rolls her eyes. Read the accounts. Read the accounts. You're not going to see that in the JFK Film Festival, ladies and gentlemen. You might know what really happened. I'll tell you one thing right now, what you're not going to hear in that film festival is he wasn't even aiming for Kennedy. If you look back at the paper trail, Lee Harvey Oswald hated John Connolly, the governor of Texas, who was moved to the front seat. He was a bad shot. <laughs> That's what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know that the greatest assassination in history of our country was an accident. 
You know what I'm saying, huh? <laughs> right? Guy Fox. I don't have any deep Guy Fox jokes or uh, I actually, I love, it's a fetish. I respect and love all women, but I love it when they have very close shorn hair, shaved heads. So for me, V for Vendetta is a great, you're doing all right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's for you then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This just is like uh, what I would post on my Instagram on a hashtag TBT, throwback Thursday to when I was six, eating ice cream. And uh, this is what I'll be doing again in about three hours when I get home. <laughs> Except it'll, it'll drop down to my beard now. But listen, they said, is anybody timing this? Because they're giving credit to Alyssa Milano for starting the Me Too movement. But it's actually a movement that's been going on 11 years now. It was started by a black woman. So of course they gave all the credit for this 11 year movement started by an African American and they gave the credit to Alyssa Milano. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Chris Knatz are keeping us all woke today here at Mutiny Radio. Those tickets are real, everybody. There's a show on the 13th of November. It's a JFK movies, but there's gonna they're really they're gonna reveal at the Victoria Theater. They're gonna reveal everything, and yeah, everything. And your next comedian is gonna talk about what is in their hell basket. We, I, I don't want to bring you up just because I feel like Greg Gettle should be brought up because he's hiding outside and you're like already. You're ne- oh no, you're smoking. Are you still smoking? Your next comedian. He's gonna, we're going to see what he does with this basket of hell. Put your hands together for Greg Gettle. Yay! So like, this is like a real movie ticket, right? I just feel like if you're like, hey, where's the theater? He's like, back and to the right. <laughs> Wait, just to the left. Yeah, back, that's how his head went, right? No. It's JFK ticket. I don't know. His head went that way when he got assassinated. Back. It's, it's a pretty good joke. Um, also, <laughs> have you seen this fat kid? Have you seen this picture? That's what we're riffing on. Are you familiar? With, that's what we're joking on? So you're Asian, right? <laughs> Doesn't that look like pretty fucking racist to you? <laughs> the big teeth. Look at the big teeth. You don't know this? This is how we used to portray uh, like like this eight people from Asia. Like this is how we used to draw them. But he's white for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Is that weird? That I call that out. Maybe I should go to a white person. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should have opened with you. Doesn't that look racist as fuck? What rape baby is this? <laughs> like. Did Asia ever invade Ireland or did Ireland ever invade Asia? I don't understand. How is this baby a real thing? You got any questions? I, I got a lot of questions. I, he's also, he like matches his treat. <laughs> like, like, like he's a fat kid, but at least he's stylish, you know? So like, he's got some good things. Also, I had that same haircut growing up as a kid. I don't know. I know I'm bald now, but I used to have the bangs, the bowl cut. And then I used, and then I, in eighth grade, I got rid of this haircut and I, I, di- I dyed the top of my hair blonde because Eminem was popular, but I couldn't do full blonde because that's, I'm not that white, you know, <laughs> like that's Eminem's thing. I, so I only did half white and I used to spike, I used to spike my bangs up too, uh, which is ironic because I was like basically my hair being like, bye Greg, <laughs> like, <laughs> he doesn't know we're leaving. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, I want, I want to know. It's just like the fat kid from like uh, Stand by Me. Maybe like turn into like a good-looking guy in the years. Rebecca Romaine Samos, right? That's the husband now, right? Hey, TMZ in the house. <laughs> For the people that don't laugh, I wish I was just part of the group Anonymous, so uh, <laughs> you didn't know I was actually a part of this set. Um, that's, that's the online hackers. Um, okay, back to JFK. <laughs> was there a fourth? There was a fourth one. What was the fourth? Oh, yeah, I ate that. Uh, <laughs> For inspiration. Uh, for the next, for these three bits. Okay. Um, back to this guy. Um, decent dick. <laughs> right? That's a good dick for like a, what, like a 10 year, 12 year old? Sweet dick, dude. Uh, you got a real goofy looking face, but you got a chance of that fucking sweet dick. Uh, it's all, yeah, it's all it takes. Especially when you wear these pants specifically. Uh, and a belly shirt, that's impressive. Um, I, just, I just think it's remarkable. that I want, I want more kids like this to be in this world. <laughs> like, you know, because it, it would bring, there multiple culturals made this baby happen. And uh, I, I want, I, I hope he doesn't have diabetes, but he probably does. So he's probably got, he's probably, he's probably, if he grew up now, he'd probably be, be like this, but missing a foot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not four minutes. That's crazy. Um, 30 seconds left. All right. So if, if, if JFK was still around to this day, <laughs> I don't want to shoot it. I don't want to say you'd shoot this guy in the head, um, but he would work with Anonymous, and uh, he would. Uh, I got nothing. Donald fucking Kennedy was cool, man. I, I did, Donald Trump just uh, released a bunch of fucking shit about his like death, and it, uh, it's kind of that's like the coolest thing that Donald Trump's ever done as president. Uh, everything else has been pretty bullshit, but at least he re released the files of JFK, so my friends can get more annoying about conspiracy theories. Uh, so uh, my name is Greg. Thank you so much, guys. Bye bye. Greg Guttle, everyone. Easily besting the hell hat. Yes. <laughs> hell basket. Sorry about that. You're a nice comedian. She's our only lady on the bill tonight, and I'm super excited, and you guys should be excited as well. All the way from Berkeley, everyone. Clara Bijal. <laughs> All right, this is exciting. Uh, before I get started, I want to make it clear that I have a family who loves me. Uh, <laughs> Because this is, this is about as awful as it gets. Um, all right, so let's do this. Uh, the first thing, the ticket, the JFK Film Festival, here's my take on it. I think whatever Trump is doing right now, trying to find out what happened there, is just his way of trying to fuck with this beautiful festival that's about to happen uh, in a few weeks. Uh, he's just such a mean person. He's like, it looks like these people in San Francisco are going to have a great time at this festival. How can I ruin this for them? And uh, that's why he decided to release all the information. So thank you. Um, also, I'm not sure when this festival is happening, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be busy uh, that day. Uh, so there. Um, this kid, uh, the little kid with the ice cream, uh, I feel like this is the type of kid you want to you want to talk to and go, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's just going to say, I want to be a rapist <laughs> or a murderer. 
Uh, that's what I want to be when I grow up, a rapist murderer. And I like ice cream. And watch out, I'll, I'll bite you. Uh, that's probably what he, what he, he does uh, at night. I don't even think he likes ice cream. He just needs to hold something with his man hand, which it, it is a child with man hands and man teeth. Um, so. This also, this picture just makes you feel like, you know what, I want to be the one doing my own laundry because I don't know who did the laundry for him, but they don't know how to use the machine. Uh, and uh, yeah, so then this last picture of, what's his name? Yeah, Guy Fox. You guys are wrong here. I'll, I'll tell you the story about this guy because I'm French and he was supposedly from Spain and... So I know about that type of stuff. This was, this is actually a woman um, back in the whatever hundreds. And uh, she recognized early on in her life that um, she could get no work as a woman. Uh, so she decided to just put this man mask on, mask on. And then she got a ton of work as a person wearing a weapon. And... Um, <laughs> She just kind of roamed the streets as a musketeer, and uh, people liked her, and so she was very happy. Her career ended when she got pregnant. Um, <laughs> it ended for nine months, and then, you know, she the baby died because it was a long time ago. And uh, so then she put the mask back on, and uh, by then she grew a mustache on the mask, which was very clever because it really concealed... Um, and the fact that she was a woman, she was still wearing women's clothes because back then women were not allowed to wear men's clothes. So it was a little bit weird to have that face with the full on dress and gown. But uh, you know what? She made it work. And uh, she's one of the first true feminists. I, um, anyways, you guys, if you don't know your history, well, then fuck you, uh, basically. And then this, uh, this pout brownie, um, well, that's very interesting. Um, so, uh, I grew up next to Switzerland and I take chocolate very fucking seriously, uh, because Swiss chocolate is very good. And, um, there's a little bit of a, of a war going on between the Belgian chocolate and the Swiss chocolate. And then you guys come with this shit that you lace this chocolate with whatever PCP, what is it? <laughs> whatever. Some, some letters you lace that shit with letters. And uh, I uh, will confiscate this right now. Uh, I know you gave it to me, but I am confiscating it. And uh, I will uh, taste it um, when I watch TV later on tonight. Uh, that's what I plan to do. I, I am um, a mother, so clearly I can't be doing this um, while my kids are awake. But uh, <laughs> so there. Um, are we done yet? Can we talk maybe about the bag that I was handed? I, I feel like my bag was not the prettiest bag, um, but that's okay. That's just how it goes. Uh, how much longer do I have here? 30 seconds. Oh, man, let's wrap it up. Um, let's wrap it up. So, yeah, um, I don't know what else to say about, about these things. Um, and then the, the drugs. I... Uh, <laughs> You know, there is a, a. I became American not too long ago, and and yes, this as a foreigner, I was I would have been very worried to have it uh, on me. But now that I'm an American, I'm like, fuck it, I can be wasted and drive because I can't get deported. Um, so yeah, so proud. 
thanks, guys. <laughs> Clara, not gonna get deported. Yay! Yay! Unlike our comedian who will be up in the fills. Uh, your last comedian, he's gonna wow you guys with what he does out of this basket. Here he comes, all the way from Oregon. Everybody, Matt Byer! Thank you. Awesome. Mutiny. I got uh, I got some stuff for you about JFK. Oh man, I get sad when I think about JFK. Um, mostly because I people talk about him and I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Like I just I just blank out. Is this on? It's just kind of quiet. Are we good? It's on. All right. Sorry. JF, I don't know. I was thinking about like people. I ask people like, if you go back in time, what would you do? And they always say like heroic shit, like save JFK, or they'll be like stop 9/11. And I'm like, how would you do that? Like if you went back in time, you just like jump up and stop the plane. Like you don't get superpowers and time travel. That's fucking greedy. I, I got it. You just called up the cops and say, you're from the future. Some shit's about to go down. That'll fix it. Smack <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this fat kid eating a popsicle. He's just, he makes me hate America. <laughs> um, I feel like this kind of, my uh, my anonymous... What's the name of this again? Guy Fox. Sorry for the fifth time. I wasn't paying attention. Has every comic asked the name of this guy on stage, or is it just? Yes. Okay, Guy Fox. I just think Natalie Portman shaved head, and I'm like, that's a bummer. That's a fucking bummer. She's gorgeous. Oh, fat kitty in a popsicle. That's stumping me. I hope my pop brownie kicks in. Oh, he did it. He did it. Oh, man. <laughs> I want this so bad. Like, I just, I think fat shaming is okay. Sometimes, if it's funny, if it's really funny, and the person makes himself a better person, right? Right? Uh, you know. I grew up short. I was I was I was bullied for being short. It it didn't make me grow taller. I just got more angry. <laughs> I can defend myself now. I'm a short person. I'm a I'm a I'm an asshole. People say I have short man syndrome. Yeah, totally. But it's like that's not fair. Just because I'm short, I and I'm an asshole. I get a syndrome. Like it's a fucking diagnosis. Like if you if you're an asshole, you're just a dick. I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> Oh, man. I want to see the TLC special on short man syndrome. I want to see a documentary on short man syndrome. Where they just follow me around like Disneyland and I just get mad because I can't ride the roller coaster. It's like, what do you mean? It's too... Ugh. I ride with the teacups just fine. Let me on the roller coaster. I'm suing you Nazis. I got in the back car, back seat of a car uh, the other night, 
and there's three of us that had his cram in the back seat and uh i was there arguing who's gonna get the middle and i'm like i'm always the smallest guy so i'll get the middle and i got in and i'm just these guys are you know we're scrunched in i'm like i'm like the same exact size as these nerds we are all the same height and i just compromised immediately this is short man syndrome (laughs) this is true short man syndrome that's the one you don't talk about or read about on tlc Uh, fat kid with a popsicle I should address that I have a head wound by the way I fell off a chair I like how I didn't say anything until just now I fell off a chair I feel like this is what Vincent Van Gogh would be like if he like started to cut his ear off and pussed out I, 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 uh, I wrote that on the way here I'm way too proud of that stupid joke Oh, man. Fuck the fat kid in the popsicle. That's just... I'm done with that. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I, uh... I had a guy come up to me the other day. And he said, Hey, man, what's good? And I'm like, what's good? Dr. Pepper and animals and blowjobs and movies and Jackie Chan and uh, Pop Brownies and Mutiny Radio. Thank you. Matt Byers, stay up here. You have to stay up here because all of the comedians, you have to, now you have to put your hands up against the wall like you're being arrested. So you can't see when people vote you. No, everyone has to come up. Greg Gettle, Chris Knatzer. Chris, stop smoking, you have to come in. You have to put your hands up against the wall. <laughs> That's so nice. So uh, we we have a so we basically we're voting for the person that's going to leave, right? So we're gonna continue on with our show with three comedians who will get cut. So we're we're voting for who's leaving. Do we understand? Okay, here we go. All right, uh, we uh, everyone can turn around. Uh, we thank you so much for being here, and you're, it's it won't be a lonely trip back all the way to Oregon. But thank you so much, Mad Buyer, for being here. Moving in to the next hell hat, we have Clara, we have Greg, we have Chris. What do we have in the baskets? One of the chocolates that's in there is an actual, it's a C's candy. It is a, it is a, it's a dark chocolate scotch mellow, which is caramel with marshmallow and dipped in dark chocolate. It's one of the best things that's ever been made in the history of the universe. There's also a dead baby. Uh, urban legends. Uh, scary. There's scary alien, the child just cowering in the corner. And there's a creepy clown with a 50s child and a cat, dog, a dog. We're going to see what happens. Hey, everybody, you guys go think about your baskets for a minute. We're going to bring back up before he gets exiled from the country. Bring him, well, they aren't that, what's the difference? Uh, Deported, deported, exiled. It's all, it's all the same. We don't know why he's leaving. 
Everybody, put your hands together for Abbas Wahab! Yay! Yeah. Hey, Matt, if you want to know who voted uh, against you, just talk to me after the show, okay? <laughs> Got names, all right? If anybody, if anybody actually had a car, they'd be concerned about like their tires or something. <laughs> Dude, that guy's gonna slash my tires. Wait, I don't have a car. Never mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny, you guys? What you were saying earlier. The reason I actually stopped biting my nails was that everybody just assumed I was Ethiopian. You know, it's like, <laughs> shit. You know, people really think I'm hungry. Fuck. I need to. <laughs> I need to stop. I'm actually from Sudan, and uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Sudanese people are really big fans of The Rock. They love The Rock, the movies he's in, just everything. It's weird. But Ethiopians hate The Rock, though, because they smelt what he was cooking. Okay, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. That's it. No more. None of that. On a lighter note, uh, my brother recently passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't want to suck the energy out of this, but it's 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 okay actually because I've been getting closure. Uh, just day by day, I'm doing my best. I'm slowly finishing everything on on uh, his Netflix continue watching list. You know, just to just to get the closure I need. You know, the problem is like six people use the account, so I think I might just be watching Netflix. You know, I think it's not nearly as cathartic as uh, as I had wanted to think. I'm now on season six of Lost. Uh, I started on season three, so the only thing I get is the name of the show. Uh, so I'm very confused right now. Does not lend itself to logic. You know, I actually recently got a, <laughs> I recently got an email from my brother with the subject, "Enhance your masculine power" from his old account. Spam email, which was unsettling. It was really, it really was because. Those pills didn't work at all. They were just completely ineffective. So I continue to mourn with a micro penis. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it turned out pretty good right now, but I actually do that joke as an ego boost. And I know what you guys are thinking, like, ego boost, what the fuck? Well, here's the thing. It usually doesn't work. And every time I tell myself, good. Still not believable. Good. Good. You know, that's my, as soon as people start laughing at that joke, that's a wake up call to me. You know, I need to, I need to get a hold of my life. You know, I need to make some changes. All right. This is now funny. All right. <laughs> I need to <laughs> address some things in my life. I'm a big fan of hip hop, but uh, I don't think I could ever be a rapper though. I have like, I have too much anxiety for that shit. Like imagine taking a girl home from the club who just heard your song called I Hit It All Night. That's too much fucking pressure. Like if I was a rapper, I would always be fake yawning. Just always. Like, oh, oh my God, it's 11 already? Oh my God, it's been a long one, right? It, it's been a long one. Wow. Oh, come on, daddy. I want you to hit it over and over and over. It's like, girl, you know I don't disappoint. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and lower your expectations now. Like, I mean right now. We're headed to disappointment quickly. <laughs> Bitch, don't look at me like that. I'm just trying to make it on the radio, okay? <laughs> Fuck. I can't, I can't even with you anymore. I'm out, okay? Skr, skr. <laughs> oh. 
That's what's really fucking up. That's why. That's half of my the reason for my unemployment is that I keep tagging every serious thing I say with skr skr. Does not work well in uh, in an office setting. <laughs> Does not. But you know what I love? You know I've wor- I, I've learned the uh, a cheat code for the office. I spent there <laughs> a lot of time working in an office. Anytime things get out of control, you just go, "Hey, I think we can take this offline." Okay, I think I think we can take this discussion offline. All right. No need to have this discussion online. Think we can wrap it up offline. I uh, did not enjoy working in an office. I'll be honest with you guys. It's not very easy to make uh, rape jokes in an office. It's uh, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh, uh, I guess I got to I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I've lived in so many different places, and I've learned there's two types of roommates. There's the roommate who waits for you to open your shit before they start eating from it. And then there's the roommate who's secretly smoking meth. And, uh, and I don't mind that roommate at all, to be honest with you, because they never eat my shit, you know? You need an appetite for that. And teeth, if we're being technical, you know? One downfall to that is living with a meth addict, you constantly think it's Halloween. It's just like, oh, holy fuck, dude. Holy shit, that face is terrifying. Holy crap, dude. Honestly, man, you're getting good with this makeup, like, every day. Like, whole, those eyes, dude, like, two inches into your skull. Is that all mascara? What is that, foundation? Mascara? That looks real as fuck. <laughs> that looks amazing, all right? That looks, what, it's June? Okay, yeah, that's, that's alarming. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. <laughs> Give it up for Pam. <laughs> Rob, yay! <laughs> scary roommates, oh my god. I don't know what your skeer skeer thing, I only know what skeet 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 is, that's all I know what that is. Skirt is like, skirt is like higher skeet. Oh, skirt, not like skeet skeet, it's not like semen, it's like I'm stopping for you bitch before <laughs> I drop my semen on your face. I get it, it's cool. Your... <laughs> We're gonna go in an opposite order from the way we went on the last uh, on the last basket. So your first comedian, she's got five things. She's gonna make you laugh. Everybody, Clara Bijel, yay! Yeah. 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 Let's do this. This is again great for my self-esteem. Uh, this is this is beautiful. So we'll start with this one. The clown holding a poor dog. God, I feel horrible for that dog. Um, the kid is also like, fuck that dog uh, in the picture, because the kid's like, yep, you're going to die. Um, it was nice knowing you, Fido. Uh, the, the clown, I mean, I guess nobody can, uh, they can't see. Why did you also pick pictures that people can't see on the radio? I, I, I just have to, trust me, people listening, it's a horrible picture. Uh, so much so that you guys shouldn't see it. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, here you go, it's uh, it's it's... Uh, it's a shitty picture, uh, is what it is. It's a clown with big teeth and a small hat, and uh, there's a dog on uh, the clown's lap, which, you know, if this was today, the ASPCA would be all over this shit. Uh, they're just like, this is dog molestation. Uh, and then there is a little child with a horrible haircut, clearly 
that kid's parents hated him or her. We don't know what it is. Uh, it's just the, the haircut is awful. Uh, so yeah, clearly I'm killing with that picture. Uh, not as much as the dead baby picture. Wow. What do you do on your time off, uh, Pam? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, just like, oh, yeah, I just ate some cereal, and now I'm just going to Google pictures of dead babies. Uh, oh, wow, this one, yeah, this one is great. Um, it looks like the baby was frozen and then died, um, which is lovely. So there you go. Nothing like a dead baby's picture to really do wonders for your set. Uh, so that is awesome. And I'm sure there is probably like some uh, some Trump supporter being like, well, that baby deserved it because... The way it looked at me, it deserved to die. It, that five-month-old baby deserved to die because, you know, the emails. <laughs> uh, then there's a picture of what at first I thought was an upside-down Christmas tree, and I was like, oh, that's great. And then it's actually an alien with, like, weird fingers. Um, it's actually maybe just a poor person's uh, Christmas tree. Um, that it's just like, you know, for the people who celebrate Christmas in March when they get the leftover trees that have no, they have nothing on it. I don't know what it's, anyways. And then there's a story about urban legends. There's a picture about urban legends. And, oh my God, I have great urban legends to tell you guys, except I don't have time um, because I only have four minutes. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Even if I had two minutes, it wouldn't be enough to do this urban legends justice. Uh, in France, urban legends are real. This is how much we believe in stupid stories. Um, and so there was this one urban le legend uh, that came about. It was about this woman who, um, again, like, I mean, there's just like so many stories about women and, you know, men came over and they were like, you know, fuck your story. Uh, I'm taking over uh, because I'm a white man and I need a story to tell. And um, so anyway, so the urban legend story is actually about this woman who got pregnant and she had a baby. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the story of my life. Um, I just, it's not an urban legend at all. Uh, I was born. It's true. I'm here. You know, I uh, and then there's another thing about another brownie. No, it's not. It's there's no weed in that. It's just yeah, you think I'm gonna fucking trust you that there is nothing in there? Like you're every time I see you, you're hot. You probably have like your little baskets here and here and here. And then after a while, you're like, oh wait, where is the paw brown? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit? You know? I know. I I also today I volunteered at school and I had to put little confettis in little boxes like this. And after a while, you don't ca you don't care what you put where. So. Thank you. Uh, it really, it's really not weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's an urban legend <laughs> right there. So I'm not buying it. Um, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that neither of these little chocolate things are going to make it to my car. Uh, I, uh, no offense, a little bit nervous. Um, anyways, um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, do I have time to comment on something else sure. on my you paid 3.99 for this basket <laughs> i stole it from a small child oh good i'm glad i mean 3.99 for a tiny little basket it makes me happy to know that you actually stole it because it would be highway robbery to actually pay 3.99 for this come on
I was very upset because last week I was in New York and I went um, to a store and I paid a backpack $98 with my credit card. And then they said their credit card, the, they said the charge didn't go through. And I said the charge went through because it went through my phone. And then they were like, well, you know, that's okay. So then I left and I was like, yes, I didn't pay for the bag. And actually I did pay for the bag because uh, then I saw the charges on my credit card and I was very upset. So there was a moment where I thought, yes, I got a free bag. And then, and then the next day I was like, fuck, I didn't get a free bag. And then I went shopping to just get over it again. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Clara Vigil! Beautiful jacket, your next comedian. What, what a class act. Everybody put your hands together for Greg Gettle! So I'm going to start with the dead baby. Uh, is this anyone else's favorite type of baby? <laughs> do, you, do you have kids? Oh, really? That's crazy. Um, do you guys do comedy? Like, round of applause if you're a comedian. This is the, f this is like, when, when, the, when, when these are alive, these are what ruin comedy careers. <laughs> like, I'm, this is my biggest fear of being a comedian. Like, I'm pregnant, and then you just have to work a nine to five. So this gives me hope still. <laughs> that if she keeps it, then I, there's a chance I might still do comedy. Urban legend. Do you guys ever hear of this urban legend where this uh, black guy got pulled over, and the cop was like, can I see your license registration? And, and then he handed it to him, and he says, all right, well, you have a taillight out, but have a good day. And then the guy just drove away. <laughs> I know, it's an urban legend. Uh, they use the, they use, all right, that worked. That was a good one. Cool. Uh, do you guys believe in aliens? You guys into that? Okay, crazy. Um, so, no, I, was, I, was, I, I used to live in Pacifica, and we were, I was uh, on a date, and we were walking down the beach because we were on acid. And, uh, but, like, but, like, we were, like, this is, like, hour 14. So, like, we're coming down. The, the trails are gone, and we're just, like, just... Have, like we're just into each other and we're walking on the beach and we look in the sky and uh do you guys ever play the the video game madden you know when you're kicking it like like uh, like that ha the lights up like lime green like a half c does that make sense so well uh so what happened was in the middle of the sky like right in, the, like right in front of us in the ocean like it was like this big light in the sky and it, like lit up like a lime green like a big c so it started from the bottom and worked its way up and then disappeared and then it reappeared about three seconds later but it was like way farther in the ocean, like way farther down. It lit up again, lime green, and then disappeared, and then we never saw it again. And we both saw this, but like she kept talking about like her employees at work, and I, and I didn't know how to like stop her. I was like, "Did you did you just see that thing in the sky?" And she was like, "Yeah." And then she went back to talking about why Beth was being shitty at work, and I was like, "Sorry, Jasmine, but I'm pretty sure we just saw an alien." Uh, and she said. If anything, it was an alien ship. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, you're going to call me out on semantics right now? Like, I, I know that's not E.T. I know that's how he gets home, but like, Jesus Christ, you know? So, I don't know what we saw that night, but I do know I stopped seeing her after that night. Uh, okay, we have a clown one. This is just bad parenting. Have you guys seen this picture? The dog's the real kid, and the kid's the dog. <laughs> you see this focal point? Like, they're like, get the dog in. The, the, the kid's in there. That's cool, too. 
But my, this is, all this reminds me of is my mom used to collect clowns growing up. Like, I was the, the, the clown house kid. <laughs> like, do you know how hard it is to get laid when you're 13 years old, when you have the clown house? Like, and you got Bozo just, like, looking at you when you're jerking off. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's surreal, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then there's, there's one time where, like, where I, I was jerking off and I was, and, uh, Okay, so we had like this robot that were, like you know they, they got the the beep beep <laughs> like that's what clowns do with the whatever. We had like this robot that like would or like this motion thing that when the dog would walk by it would go beep beep. And there was one time where I was like jerking off in my room, and then I climax it went beep beep. <laughs> and then every time I think I hear beep beep, I uh, I think about jerking off. Uh, so. I don't know what that is exactly, but it's something you should talk to my therapist about. I just realized. Yeah, right? Pavlov's at its best, you know? Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, so also, I uh, did you guys see the new movie, It? You haven't seen it yet? That's crazy. Um, well, it's it's a good movie. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, we're going to watch It, and uh, we're going to go to this movie. And she's like, I don't really like scary movies. I was like, ah, it's fine. I've already seen it one time before, so I was like, we're good. And then she had a panic attack and had to run out of the theater. I was like, oh, maybe she wasn't lying. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I ate her pussy out for the next 30 minutes that night. Uh, that's the only way I can say I'm sorry. <laughs> like, cause I am not good looking. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever do that alphabet trick when you're going down on a lady? You learn as a kid, like you're supposed to go through the alphabet and whatever, but like, I've been doing that, but like I've, I'm, a, I'm a man now. So like when I'm going down ladies, I just write, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. A lot of O's. Uh, work that clit. You know what I mean? Um, and um, that's, I think that's all I want to do. I got through all four of them. Goodbye, guys. Thank you. You should eat the candy too. It really is a real candy. They really are delicious. They're from seeds. They're the Scotch mellows. They really are delicious. Uh, if you haven't had one before, enjoy it. Your next comedian, he's probably already enjoyed it. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, you're one of my favorite people, and I miss hanging out with you, and I'm excited to see what you do with these five crazy things. Put your hands together for Chris Kanatzer. Yay! Uh, thank you. Uh, Nobody knows what to believe. <laughs> Trick or treat? <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. If you you look like you might have got high a couple times in your life. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen on a Friday night? Uh, my grandmother, when she was putting me to sleep in the cave uh, when I was a child, Grandmother Wolf, she would tell me of uh, Leyendas de las Ciudades, urban legends. <laughs> she, would, <laughs> she would tell me, uh, she would say, grandson, don't do an urban legends cock joke. That's what you want to do, but don't. It is true, young grandson, that your cock is strange looking. <laughs> but, it is no legend. Leyendas de las ciudades. 
talked about aliens is clearly a still from an alien film or production or an H.R. Geiger-inspired creature. Looks a little bit like the Stranger Things. Have we already done the spoiler alert, uh, spoiler alert warning for the home audience? Barb is alive. Stranger <laughs> Things too. Barb is alive. No I don't know. I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't watch it, but I saw somebody was mad when they found out Barb is alive. <laughs> Barb is alive. They found her. You know, an overwhelming response to the bloggers. Not only did they increase the redheaded characters on Stranger Things tenfold, they brought back Barb. This is a photo of Woody Allen at his latest wedding with his... Uh, <laughs> Uncanny resemblance. That's Woody Allen at his wedding with his new wife and his mistress in his lap. <laughs> once you once you get to a certain once you're plowing kids, there's nowhere to go but animals. <laughs> right? Like if you've if you've already had ten or a dozen tiny sweet pussies, like three or four years old. Uh, some of them don't even scream. It's so foreign, such a shock to their system, they don't even scream. They just lay there and take it. Uh, then you're just thinking, what else can I fuck? There has to be an ocelot out here in these woods. <laughs> Gotta be something. I guess that just naturally leads into the dead babies. This is the latest photo of Barbara Walters. She's had some work done. She's had a little work done. Now, dead babies always funny. I'm sure some comic has pointed that out by now. Uh, one of the cornerstones of comedy, of course, growing up, dead babies. Um, how many dead babies would it take to divert you from the stench woods where I keep the corpses of the older toddlers? <laughs> uh, these are not jokes. They are leyendas de las ciudades. Trick or treat, is there a light that one should look for in these dark times? There it is, one minute, thank God. What if there was really only one minute left? Has anybody seen the news? Actual news item, please Google it during my set. Uh, a foreign object from a different galaxy, we think Vega, has come through our solar system and is now passing out. Uh, he has enough speed, it got hit by the sun's gravity, it flipped it, and now it's going 15 million miles away from Earth, but on its way out, first time in our lives, in our history as a species, we have witnessed something from another solar system go through ours. Good night. I don't know if I believe it, just like he threw the treat away, which didn't have any weed in it. What are we talking about this? The solar system, yeah! Hey guys, come in, you gotta put your hands up against the wall. We gotta find, we gotta find, I know, there's like, there's three audience people here. We're gonna, hey David, you gotta vote, motherfucker. All right. Yeah, cause we've got, cause we walked everybody else. You are voting, <laughs> they all, they all, I don't know why they, it's just a funny show, you guys are doing great. Okay, so you're voting who you don't want to see in the next round.
All right. Uh, hey, Greg Gettle, we thank you so much for being here. You've been voted out in our finals right now. We have Clara Beagle and we have Chris Knetzer, and we're going to go straight into the baskets, just hell hat style. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go through them, and then that'll be the time. Okay, so first we have, we have a dead rose. Remember, this is before Halloween, so I'm trying to be spooky. A dead rose, an undefinable piece of candy, tarot cards, a sexy skeleton, a scary eyeball, a black cat doing something. You get the thing. This is a dead Barbie cake. Ooh, scary. Uh, a witch. A witch. Uh, a, a knife with blood on it. Ah! Uh, a child zombie in a child zombie costume. Very creepy. Uh, a pile of worms. And last, I think this says drugs are good in Spanish. What does it say, honey? Stop the drug war. Stop the war against drugs in Espanol. It's it's a it's a sticker. You guys can keep this. All right, those are your baskets. You guys have to Rosham to right now to see who goes first and second. How does that work? You, do you know? You don't know. Do the French not do Rochambeau? You do the thing with the fists and you do. the papier is the paper and the scissors. Yes, yes, yeah, and the. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, Rochambeau. You didn't know? Oh, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. Uh, you go one, two, and then you throw. Right? Here we go. Well, scissors usually gets beaten by rock, which is what I always go first with. I don't know how you guys play, but whatever. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Okay. Okay, so Clara goes first. Hey, everybody. Put your hands together for Clara Beagle. Yay! I'm going first because, yeah. Uh, a piece of candy. Um, yeah, it looks absolutely disgusting. But you know what? It doesn't look laced with anything, so I think I'll eat that. It's it's green. It's only laced with chemicals, and I can handle that, uh, the green chemical. Uh, the rose, well, some say it's a dead rose. I say it's um, the rose that uh, you give someone you hate. And I think we are not emphasizing enough the uh, gift giving to people we don't like. Uh, so there you go. Okay, let's get to the to the paper. And I'm doing ten minutes. No, you really? Your paper. Oh boy. Uh, the tarot cards. There, are, I have a card with tarot cards here, and it predicts that I'm gonna bomb in the next eight minutes. Uh, <laughs> so that's wow. Like the stars are like you're fucked. And, and, and then there's a picture of the sun that also says, wow, you're fucked. And then there is a picture of uh, two swords that just kind of indicates kill yourself right now because uh, this is going to be brutal. So good. I'm glad we started with the tarot cards. Um, sexy skeleton. Uh, I mean, some say sexy skeleton. I see a thin guy and... Um, <laughs> I totally fuck it, because uh, it's so thin it has no penis. So I could totally do this um, easy, and uh, yeah, definitely a male. Uh, and I'm not judging that based on the hip uh, width. 
of the thing, but uh, the the way that his legs are spread on the picture are the way that a guy would totally open his legs in a gross kind of way. So there. Uh, oh, now we have some material of an eyeball. Wow, that is just disgusting. And it is an eyeball, and I can't even, it's probably, the picture is so old, or the eye was so old when the picture was taken, you can't even tell the color of the eye if it, it was someone with yellow eyes, which indicates that there was a, a lot of heavy drinking uh, in the yellow, in the yolk of the eye. Uh, <laughs> no good. Uh, black cat, really? Did you have to do this? I just, I just lost the black cat. And there's actually two on that picture. I, I had these two black cats that were amazing, and one died not too long ago. And I haven't told anyone in my family that it died because I have the other one. And I'm just, every time people are like, where is Mingy? I'm like, he's right here. And they're like, that's Prince. And I'm like, no, it's Mingy. You, you don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, and uh, you know, then I make them feel bad, and I'm and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize." I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah, it's Mingy." So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are just ignorant. Um, anyways, when it comes to my cats, um, this uh, beautiful picture of a dying Barbie cake. Um, yeah, you wanna, I wonder what happened, uh, here's the picture, I wonder what happened to this baker that he hates women so much. It's just like, dude, go get laid or talk to your mom or something. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the five-year-old who asked for this cake did not envision blood raspberry juice all over the cake, and that's what she got. Okay, good, thank you. Oh, and then the knife, oh, the knife with the blood, that's lovely. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, nothing there. Uh, oh, a Getty image. Um, this was lifted from the Getty. I don't know if I'm allowed to comment on it. There is a lot of controversy here. It is a picture of a witch, uh, which, uh, by the way, is pretty much the only thing pa that women past 40 can be for Halloween. Um, <laughs> That's it. Uh, it's a witch on a stick and uh, with shoes that you can't find and horrible everything I'm not describing. And then, and then oh, a zombie uh, schoolgirl with eyes. Uh, oh, she's a cunt. Uh, there you go. I don't know what she did, but she's, uh, I don't know. Then the worms. Oh, my God, I got nothing. I'm just looking at worms like, hmm, delicious. Uh, yeah, here we go. Maybe we will have the alto a la guerra contra los drogas. Okay, that means you know, stop the war against drugs. And um, yeah, why not? Uh, I don't know. We got to stop something. I'm all for stopping things uh, to happen. I really wish there was a, a little pop, pop brownie in this bag, but there was the other two. Uh, so that kind of fucked me. Um, yeah, I'm all, I think we should protest, protests even more. Uh, I don't have anything that I'm against, but, uh, I don't care that much. 
But if you tell me, let's be against something, I'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I, I gotcha. And then I'll just hold the sign and walk. Um, I wish this was, you know, not in Spanish. Um, <laughs> but I speak it uh, fluently, as you've heard me try to butcher that language. Uh, oh, look, the skeleton is here again. This is the original dick pic. Uh, this is a dick pic of a skeleton without the dick. Um, there you go. Uh, and the eye again. Yeah, I got nothing. My cat, oh, God. I miss you so much. And, uh, and then the doll. And uh, which, by the way, like, I think anyone, any of these shows that are on Bravo, that's the type of cake they should get. Um, just because they're so mean <laughs> to each other, and then they have a fake smile. And then the knife, this is what I want to do to my wrist right now, is um, <laughs> cut them, and not sideways. I'll just totally go from the wrist to the elbow, because I know better. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, and the worms are here. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, that's all I have. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Yay! What a champion you are! Hooray! You guys are all hanging in, and I appreciate it so much. Here he is to do the best with his. I love seeing you with this big Easter basket. It's just like so cute. You look like a dead lumberjack with an Easter basket. Put your hands together, everybody. Chris can answer. Yay! All right. Thank you. This doesn't have to go 10 minutes, right? This is sad. Whatever you want. Yeah, well, I don't want to... I don't... We, nobody knows what the candy is. It's the theme of the night. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice catch. Nice catch. Good. Good. Uh, uh, this one. This one's for you, Mia Moore. <laughs> All right. Well, this is sad because... I was trying to put... I was trying to push the, me- the pedal to the metal of the last round to try and... I was going to see if I could get eliminated by doing horrifying child rape <laughs> and murder jokes. <laughs> My God. And instead of being uh, kicked off the show, which I thought would happen, the whole last round, this is just dead girl, skeleton, dead baby, eyeball. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to have an unfair advantage, so I, I've just been out there smoking Greg Gettle's weed. Um, and not, because, you know, 10, whatever, 10 minutes or six minutes. Um, oh, now, now we know. But then anyway, I, I wasn't supposed to, so I didn't watch the set, so now I feel like maybe we'll, great. yeah, I figured it, yeah. Did you start with this tarot cards? Yeah, see, fuck, man, that's how I was just out there getting high. I was like, now I, I just feel like it's going to be the same set no matter what. Um, this, uh, so this is what I, I found to be the least funny prompt. The least funny prompt in the basket. I just couldn't come up with an idea. <laughs> oh, but I floated right down in there. This one, you know, is going to be in a Pam Benjamin production, the one the cats, because she loves cats. I believe your cat is also a black cat. Yeah, so Tuesday, favorite cat, black cat day of the year, right? Halloween. Um, disgusting animals. They're uh, <laughs> disgusting animals that give, uh, give you disease. If you if you live with one for years as you have, you get a you get an actual disease from them. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but it's like the crazy old cat lady disease. It's really true. 
I swear to God, I give you a, it's a, an encephalo something. Encephalitis. Yeah, it gives you something that makes you crazy and uh, not feel good. Again, this is the like the sort of this is how I would have got started in my garage three years before I butchered my first child. I would have made some sick Silence of the Lambs, Mind Hunter, Barbie. We love the serial killers. You watch a Mind Hunter? Everybody watch a Mind Hunter? David Fincher's vision of the actual FBI team that started psychologically profiling serial killers. You're gonna love it. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like that. Bloody knives. People wanna what is what are what are we saying? Like as a society, we're like, bye, you know, oh my god. These this other half of the country is bullshit. They're bullshit and they should die because they believe that they should have guns and they don't like gay people. Fuck them. But we can all agree that murder is awesome. <laughs> Everyone watches murder shows on Netflix. Mindhunter is really good. You should watch it. It's great. I like it. It's done by David Fincher. Do you like it better if there's a recognizable name on the product? David Fincher, director of Seven. There's a witch. What, I, what, I, what haunts me the most about this image is, I don't know if you can see, but right across it says Getty Images. That is terrifying that this is not free. You can't have this. <laughs> Unless you pay 95 cents. Oh, number, number two. I've only got two into the actual basket. This one's weighted, so I can uh, do it. This is, uh, I sell these after, I'll be giving away, actually, with my album, uh, uh, Leyendas de las Ciudades. That is after the, uh, oh, three in the basket. Um, again, this is, uh, why is this a, uh, a trope? of ours in American horror, the eyeball, the separated, the separated eyeball. You ever see that 50s movie where it's just an eyeball in a tank of water and it would, but it would like swim over and look at the guys? <laughs> Black and white, it was just, it was like Hitler's eyeball. They saved Hitler's eye. And, uh, and if they wanted to torture it, they would have the Jewish secretary bring in coffee and they would just like, look at it, <laughs> look at it, because he had no eyelid. And he was like, ah! Hitler's eyeball oh, swimming around. He hated, he hated seeing that Jew. Four into the basket. Uh, those of you uh, listening on the radio, keeping track, I've now put four of the cards back into the basket from a height of four feet. This one uh, is a skeleton. Has everybody already seen these on the big screen behind me? The skeleton in the, the seductive pose, which only... You know, any other time of the year, people would be like, that's gross. But it's Halloween, so we're like, oh, yeah, let a skeleton paw at your daughter or your granddaughter. Uh, like the way we do with, the way we forgive George H.W. Bush in his wheelchair going, who's your favorite magician? David Copperfield. And then he would goose him. He would goose him. It's three ladies now, Google it, have come out. Three ladies have been goosed. And this is like in 2014. This is not long ago. He's in the wheelchair. And then the White House, or like the ex-White House, whatever, they're like, well, he's in the wheelchair, so that's naturally the level that he puts his hand. So he's just making a, he's making a joke about it. But, and then, but one of the security guards was like, you should not have stood that close to the ex-president. <laughs> so they know what's going on. It's probably hundreds, hundreds. Clinton's a scumbag. I never cared for Papa Bush, but I didn't think he was a perv, too. Is there anybody who's not a perv? I don't think so. Disgusting. 
It's disgusting. And yet there is, if you look deep down, man, there's something sexual about this photo. It's a dead girl. It's a dead girl in a miniskirt in a school uniform. There's something sexy about raping and butchering children. <laughs> Deny it if you want. Am I the only one who has the courage to speak the truth? There is something our society and each of us individually, if you know what I mean, loves about <laughs> brutally raping and murdering children. <laughs> and the worms come to clean up the mess. You know what I'm saying? The worms come to clean it up. That is it, folks. I am disgusted. I need a shower. It is the worst holiday of the year. Fuck you. Good night. Answer! Yay! She'll just, we, should we just declare everyone winners? Everyone I know. We have everyone, everyone who made it this far. Everyone who made it this far. Thank you. You win. Yeah, and then you win the, get the, eat the, eat the weed food because it really is good. And anybody who wants some weed, we have more. Um, thanks so much for being here tonight. Tell your friends about how much fun Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse is because then they, They'll show up and then they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two. Uh, uh, so, and so on and so on. Uh, so we're gonna try to fix the sound. Hey everybody listening on Mutiny Radio, things are gonna be silent for a while because everything's broken in the back. Yay! Yay. Except for the except for the microphones. Everything broke except for the microphones. Isn't that crazy? Uh, thanks so much to all the comedians of tonight. Chris Kanatzer, Clara Bijel, Matt Byers, and Greg Gettle. And all of yourselves, uh, Zunzu in the back, David Kirscher running the ones and twos. And uh, we'll see you guys next week here on Pip Tassie's Comedy Clubhouse. Yay!
It's on the way. Take it easy. Have a look, Joe. Wedge, full makeup, kit, clothes, living in a woman's hotel. The work. It was an accident. You never would have got me. I dropped the... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. 
Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. 
this is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. an underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're... 
chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And then you can be better than everyone else, too, every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll be- never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. you never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click Click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. Scurvy shit face McRat.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco
need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. 